afternoon. It's Dr. Charles Benz here, and I'm your host for a weekly program, Healing Trends with Dr. Benz. We're in our second year now of uh, this program, and each week we bring you a topic what we hope is going to be interesting to a majority of our listeners, and where you can benefit or you can advise somebody else of how to benefit from what we're going to share with you today. And uh, today's topic is uh, really strategies for better sleep. And I understand through the surveys and the news that I've seen that lots of people have sleep disruption problems. It's very common. And so I'm glad to uh, join in with this discussion today with my friend John Barson from Total Health Magazine. Uh, who I understand is having wonderful sleep because he's away from all the urban noise and pollution and everything in the in the countryside and the mountains of uh, British Columbia right now and uh, in, enjoying great sleep. So you know, we, we'll see if there's anything uh, today that can contribute to that, uh, that, that he can share with us. But we're also going to talk about an article from a real friend of mine in Canada, Dr. Zoltan Rona, who writes oh, great. for I love Zoltan. Yeah, he writes for Vitality magazine, and recently in one of the issues, there was a uh, uh, an article called "Sweet Dreams: My Top Ten Natural Remedies for Insomnia." And so, welcome, John. Uh, this is going to be a you. good one. It is, and I'm wide awake. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's really interesting. You know, it's funny. We, we're doing this. Well, no, it's funny. Well, not funny, but kind of sort of coincidental. I mean, last night, I, I, you're right. I, I'm, it's, I haven't slept. I can't recall ever sleeping this well. Well, actually, no, that's not true. It just occurred to me. Uh, I actually tested a mattress once when I was in uh, San Diego. Um, they sent me the mattress. They called me and asked me if we would review it for Total Health. And I said, well, I, I can't review something I, I haven't tested. And uh, they said, well, they, sent, they sent a mattress, and I tested it, and it was, yeah, it was phenomenal. I, I slept really well. But having said that, most of the time, no. Um, I, I'm a big earplug guy. i got to have earplugs in because I can't stand noise. Um, it's got to be dark. I've got to have this. I mean, I, I need blackout curtains <laughs> if there's a, any kind of light. Uh, and still, like when I was living in Mexico City, oh, it was so hard because there was so much noise and pollution. Uh, so now to be on a river with just the sound of that river water, and I, my, in fact, the cell service is so bad, uh, my friends are like, well, why don't you get a real phone? I'm like, well, it, it is a real phone that I have. <laughs> it's just I'm far enough away from the radiation of cell towers and whatnot. Um, so I'm pretty happy. and I'm sleeping even when... I don't, um, if I get, don't get the, my full seven hours, which at my age, in my 60s, they're recommending, I saw a study uh, a couple days ago saying that they've identified how much sleep I need. Seven hours, not an hour more, not an hour less. I'm like, I don't know how they figure that out. But last night, um, I was up late working on a video editing project for one of my websites, and I went to bed at about 11.30, and I thought, I'm like, oh, I can't sleep. I can't go to sleep. Why am I not going to sleep? I did my deep breathing. I, you know, I cleared my mind because normally I go to sleep really fast. And I'm lying there and I'm thinking, wow, this is crazy. And I roll over and I look up and I went, wait, it's morning. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I didn't even know I'd fallen asleep. I, I know. Sometimes when I go to sleep, I, 
I wake up and I wonder, was I sleeping or was I having a dream or was I just, you know, continuing to yeah. think about what I had thought about when I was going to sleep? There's all kinds of tricks uh, that people can use. And, you know, I, I've, I've, it's so I've important. used many of them myself. You know, they say if an hour before midnight is better than two hours after midnight. And so the earlier you get, the better, the better. Um, if you exercise uh, during the day, um, kind of rigorously, uh, that kind of uh, throws the oxygen into the brain and gives it the message that um, you need sleep and your body it needs the rest because you know people maybe don't understand all the things that are involved in sleep but it's it's the time when your body really does all the rebalancing and detoxifying and all the you know yes. balancing of your hormones and everything kind of restorative in repair. repair is mostly done in the evening while you're sleeping because the rest of the time the body's busy doing what you needed to do during the day and so that's well i like go, can please. i can i draw a picture yeah. can i draw a picture so okay let me draw a picture this is how i how i how i think of sleep um and how important it is all right so you're in the indianapolis 500 you're a driver and your two laps are in the finish line <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, I need a new tire. And you pull off into the pits and that team just swarms out and they just attack that vehicle with fuel and the tires and they check everything and then you're off again. To me, that's sleep. As soon as you, when you go to sleep and you get into REM sleep, your body just does that, right? It, all the, 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 the repair guys come out and they're working on brain, they're working on your heart, they're working on your organs, they're working on your cell, your blood. I mean, All everything. hands on deck, all Preparing. hands on deck. All yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And I think it's important to say that because, you know, Dr. Rona was talking about sleep aids um, and, and mostly nu nutritional sleep aids. But we, had to, we have to have a context here. And the context is sleep is pretty crucial to your overall health. And so um, I, make, I make sure that I get started before midnight every night. I mean, back in the earlier days of my life, did I go past midnight many times? Yes. Did I pay for it the next day? Yes. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where uh, as your body gets older, you can't afford to, to burn the, the, the candle at both ends. And so uh, some of the other problems that people have, if you have pain, it is so hard to get to sleep. And so a lot of this problem with uh, uh, drugs that, that are causing problems in society, it's because, you know, this also disrupts a lot of the cycles in the, in the body. It can get rid of the pain, but maybe that same thing uh, disrupts your sleep patterns. Um, so we, we like to recommend uh, natural pain relief, and, and that's a product called Specialized Pro-Resolving Mediators. The strongest non-prescription pain relief, inflammation relief product in the world that I know of. Specialized pro-resolving mediators. And I think the other thing that, that the, one of the first things I recommend is let's find out if you've got enough ammunition, uh, if you will, biochemicals in your body to actually make neurotransmitters. Because if, you, if your body, your brain's not making neurotransmitters, it's going to be virtually impossible for you to get a good night's sleep. And so that means you have to have consumed a certain amount of amino acids during the day, either in a protein of some kind or in a protein powder. 
you've had to absorb a certain amount of vitamin B6 and B12 and folic acid in order to break down those amino acids into hormones and neurotransmitters that are made while you sleep. And so it's one of those things where most of the things that Dr. Rohn is gonna recommend, these are trying to correct these biochemical deficiencies that our body experiences. So all the good that, 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 that we need to have those kind of things, but if we get the basics right, uh, sleeping before midnight, exercise, getting rid of pain naturally, getting the amino acids and the B vitamins in place to make the neurotransmitters. If, if you can get all those things working and you're still having a problem, that's when these special remedies for insomnia can come up. So uh, have, have you had any personal or anecdotal experiences with sleep, John, or what's, what's been your background on this? Well, my background actually goes on sleep goes way back to when I was a club disc jockey before I got into radio broadcasting. And uh, uh, my doctor said, you know, you should sleep with earplugs. That way, because of the, I'm, I'm in this loud environment every day. So that's when I got in the habit of sleeping with earplugs. And then when I, if I'd go somewhere where I didn't have my earplugs, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> the, any noise would wake me up. But... Uh, yeah, but yes, uh, they're, you, everything, uh, people are different, right? So what might work for me may not work for you. And you do need to have, you know, this where information like from Dr. Um, Dr. Zoltan there, uh, all that, you know, taking in all that information and then trying these different things. But you're right about uh, pro-resolving mediators for sure and, um, and, and some exercise, even a brisk walk is going to help you. Um, another thing you can do, which is actually very beneficial and it's easy to do, and actually I was doing it between programs this morning, <laughs> is deep breathing. Because that helps the, the nutrients and everything. It, it helps your blood-brain barrier work better. It, it actually helps your immune system and provides you more oxygen. And we need to clean our lungs out. We, we breathe, we tend to breathe, especially if we're stressed with the top part of our lungs and the bottom part of the lungs fill up with crap. Yes, so, about 25% of the lungs in the bottom are, are filled with pollutants that don't get a chance to get out. And so I, I agree with you a thousand percent. Deep breathing is really, really an important thing to do. And that's maybe something people should practice as one of their rituals yes. before they go to bed is to get some deep yes. breathing going because if your body, if your Well, brain, you brush your teeth, right? Brush your teeth. I tell people yeah. when you, Brush your teeth and then do your deep breathing. Yeah, no, no, wow, that's such a great idea. Well, we're getting pretty specific here and that's really good. I'm gonna go down the list of the things that Dr. Rona recommended and um, I'm gonna, I have a few notes to go with it. He, the first thing on his list is melatonin, which is the sleep hormone, you know, as everybody probably knows. But he also adds here in his article, by, the, by age 60, melatonin production is negligible. And so that means your body's not making it the same way that it did when you were 20 and 30 and 40 years old. And so that's important to know that aging is a factor. And uh, that's maybe when you need to have a little help because your liver is the kind of biochemical workplace where your body can make melatonin. And 
he recommends it straight. In other words, you know, melatonin direct. Uh, number three on his list is uh, 5-HTP. And 5-HTP is kind of the precursor to, uh, it's like a tryptophan. It's the amino acid tryptophan uh, connection that actually goes in and has your liver make the melatonin. And so either one of those is good. A lot of people who try melatonin don't get any relief. But then they go ahead and try the 5-HTP, bingo, because the body wants to make it. And so sometimes you get this preference preference for your body to kind of go the, instead of the direct route, they like to go the indirect route. And it's just one of those and, things. And for our listeners in Canada, just want to point something out. For our listeners in Canada, 5-HTP is by prescription. Yeah. So you'll need to talk to your doctor. Yeah, yeah. Or get some friends in, Can in the United States to send you some. Uh, or that. <laughs> it's not legal. <laughs> it's not legal to do that. But, you know, if you're on a trip and uh, you happen to buy some and take it with you, I think that's probably okay. It is fine. Yeah, that would be fine. The second thing on the list is magnesium. And uh, this is really, really interesting because without magnesium, uh, your brain cells can't make energy. And you need energy to do all that work that we talked about before all that detoxification and all that balancing and all that cell replacement. If you don't have magnesium, you can't do any of that. So actually, a lot of headaches are caused by a lack of magnesium. And so I say to people, you got a headache, take some magnesium or take some lavender. Lavender is also very good. You just rub it on your temple and it sometimes works. Well, but the same thing with magnesium. You could just rub it on your skin. Yes. Right, you get magnesium gel. You don't have yes. to take pills. Exactly, exactly. Especially for people that have a sensitive stomach, right? Then you can yes. get the gel. Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm one of those people that if I have too much magnesium, then I end up with uh, diarrhea. <laughs> and so I have to be careful about vitamin C and magnesium. But for the brain, Dr. Rona points out, there's a form of magnesium, l 3 8 that actually gets through the blood-brain barrier better than the magnesium glycinate and all the uh, oxidate and all the other types of magnesium. So the magnesium 3 and 8 is really the one that helps with the brain more than any other form of magnesium. And so you should really concentrate on that. And uh, magnesium is the single element in chlorophyllin. And chlorophyllin is the thing that they're now using as a, a cancer cure. Uh, because it also helps to create oxygen, which cancer cells don't like. And the other thing that, that I've been doing, and I just realized this, uh, uh, Dr. Rona always teaches me something, that if you had hard water with lots of minerals in it, you're probably going to have a lot of magnesium in there. And uh, we, we drink this vulvic water or this Fiji water that has high levels of silica in it. And silica is a detoxifier, but there are also, he's saying, probably good levels of magnesium in there. So I'm probably getting some magnesium from the, uh, the mineral water that I'm drinking every day. So those are really, I think, good ideas. That, that gives us up to three items that we've covered uh, so far on his list. And then he, he likes niacinamide and uh, vitamin B complex for the reasons that I pointed out earlier. Uh, you need these B vitamins in order to break down the amino acids to make the neurotransmitters in your body. And he even goes into dosages. He, he says niacinamide, 
1,000 to 3,000 milligrams a day. Vitamin B6 of 100 milligrams a day. He also likes to throw in inositol, 1,000 milligrams a day. And so he's pretty specific in his article. And I think this is where people, they'll learn about it here, but I think I, I would recommend that they go and get the article and, and read it because it, you know, it really has some great information in it that you know, can get a little bit deeper into this than we're able to get into today. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any history of working with some of these uh, uh, herbal remedies that, that he recommends like valerian and uh, lemon balm? What's, what's your experience with these herbs? I didn't find the herbs, those herbs effective for me. I, I did have a serious uh, stretch of bursitis in my hips at one point uh, when I was doing triathlons. And uh, the only thing that helped me was actually cannabis. That was the only herb that helped me sleep. And I just use it for sleep. I, I don't like cannabis during the day. I'm not a user. Um, it's legal here. It's legal in many states now. But yeah, um, I've, I found that cannabis before bed um, just provided me with the deepest sleep out fast. And Now, is this without the, uh, the THC? In other words, is this... Uh is this uh, the hallucinatory stuff taken out or the hallucinatory stuff staying in? Um, actually, both. But uh, now I use CBD. CBD, okay, yeah. It's important because you're right, Canada has now a, a national uh, approval for, uh, for the use of cannabis. And there's only like a half a dozen states that, that, that really do it. Colorado is one of them, I know. Uh, Florida has a limited number of medical Washington State Washington State California and yeah. uh, and so yeah I mean I've never had much use of, uh, for it myself but I I know from the science research that I've done that Israel is one of the leaders in the uh, science of cannabis and most of the great research in the last 10 or 15 years has come out of Israel and they have they have it as a cure for almost everything that has to do with the with the brain, but especially cancer. I mean, apparently, almost every cell in the body has a cannabinoid uh, receptor. And, yes, and so that's quite amazing. Uh, that that I, I think I, I actually think it's up there with uh, vitamin D three, and the studies are going to show that over time. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know what the genetic influence is. I know that for vitamin D three. Um, it has hundreds and hundreds of genetic influences on the body so that if you have enough of it, then the, the, the switches, and I like to say that uh, in, in terms of uh, genome, genomic information, 80% of these, uh, of these genomic uh, markers uh, are on and off switches. In other words, there's things that turn things on that are good and turn things off that are bad. Well, vitamin D3 does more of this turning on and off than any other genetic influence in the world. And so there's thousands of switches that are turned off that are things that cause problems in your body. And then, and that's the cancer side of it. And then there's also thousands of things that, that are helpful uh, where you turn a switch on. And that could be sleep is another one of those things. And cannabis along with it, might be another kind of genetic factor because it seems to be everywhere in the body. Um, so, but that's your only experience. You, I know that valerian and uh, lemon balm and uh, 
a, a holy basil and passion flower. They're all things that, that Dr. Rona seems to feel that there, some patients have success with them. So it's a very individualized thing, isn't it? It is. You've got to try different things. Because um, I, I know I've often what works for somebody or a doctor or somebody that's telling me something great about something and I try. Because we like to test everything in total health too. So um, we're often guinea pigs for things. But yeah, um, uh, melatonin for sure. Oh yeah, and, and melatonin. I do use melatonin. I'm in my 60s and I don't use it every night. I'm, in fact, I've been out for a few months. <laughs> I got to go replenish my supply. But since I've been out at the river, I haven't really needed it. Well, I, f I find that on the days that I do the most cardio, uh, and this is really interesting. I used to think that cardio was really crucial. And uh, so I made sure that I concentrated on cardio my whole life. Uh, I did I did enough weight bearing stuff that I you know I, I maintained muscle mass and stuff like that, but now my son, uh, who's a uh, trainer, uh, has alerted me to the fact that uh, and and you'll be interested to know about this because this goes along with your work with heart rate variability, that uh, when he put me on on a training program that included the use of a sled, in other words, have you seen these sleds that the, the athletes push? Uh, in the gym, it's in the carpet area, and you put weights on the sled, and then they, they get you to push back and forth. A minute of that, it seems like it's worth about an hour of cardio to me because my heart rate gets higher and my oxygen levels go through the roof, and fat burning is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, just adding a few of these really highly intense uh, workout uh, exercises has changed the whole uh, biochemistry of my body. I mean, the, 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 my waist went from like a 37 to a 33 in two weeks. Wow. If I may mention one thing too, um, I agree. Uh, learning about, really learning and using intervals uh, changed my uh, whole uh, view on on training as well since I used to train for well er, er, earlier in my life for triathlons but later in my life for um, long long rides like 200 300 kilometer bike rides and uh, my training uh, really impacted my health but I didn't understand that it was impacting my health until I did some aging test aging speed testing to find that I was getting older fast <laughs> and that's when I thought, wait a minute, and I did the same thing. It wasn't your son, but I went to a, a, a personal trainer, um, a functional medicine doctor, and a dietitian, and a nutritionist, I should say, not a dietitian, um, and changed my routine completely around. And I went from these long training sessions to these very short, much shorter interval sessions. And I got stronger, faster, and healthier. Yeah, I mean, it's really amazing. Um, I mean, there, there he was. He's, he, I've been living in the same community with him for 20 years. And uh, I never, I knew he was really good at what he did. Uh, but I never really went to a training session. Because uh, I'm the one that got him into exercise. But he has sort of, uh, he's gone way past me now. And so when I was having problems with my hip and my back, and uh, I'd gone to chiropractors and I've gone to uh, other doctors and uh, physical therapists. He taught me things that they never knew. 
And, and part of it was this intermittent thing where uh, not only intermittent fasting can help your body to metabolize better uh, and sleep better, it can also help you to lose weight. And so uh, when I did do my biking, I would do sprints now. So I, I do regular biking for about you know four or five minutes and I do a minute of sprint and really push the heart rate and really push the oxygen absorption. So it was kind of like the same thing as what he was doing with the sled. But all I'm saying is sometimes you need to really find the peak of your, of your cardiovascular effort. And sometimes you can do that with weights uh, as, as well as you can with the actual cardiovascular work. And then he added flexibility to it. And so a lot of people don't get that. They think, okay, it's, it's either cardio or it's weight bearing. But without the flexibility, all those muscles and tendons and stuff that were being jeopardized because I was sitting too long in the computer, those, those things really weren't getting stretched properly and worked properly. So we might have to do a whole program. Maybe we'll bring him in and, uh, and, and talk about exercise because he taught me things at, at, at this age that I should have known. I should have known long ago. And uh, well, well, simultaneously broadcast it on Total Health Television because then he can show us what yeah, to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know, that's not a bad idea. So when are you going to come to Sarasota? Uh, then, then we can uh, get the cameras on him and, and he can give us a demonstration of all this stuff. That would be really great. Well, I'm telling you, um, this may come as breaking news to you, but they got this thing called the Internet. And uh, <laughs> I can actually make a camera work from down there to here. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Good. Don't take my word for it. Okay. You, know, you can go get a second opinion on that, no. which is what we always recommend. Well, I'm telling you, it's possible. It, it is. It is possible. <laughs> and so we, we can we can work that out. Um, I'm I'm wondering you if bet. there's anything else on sleep that we need to mention because I know that uh, a lot of uh, a lot of women. I don't want to pick pick on women necessarily, but a lot of women in my life anyway. Uh, continue to complain about sleep. They get good for two or three weeks, and then all of a sudden they're back and they've got disruptions again. And so they, they can't keep a, a kind of a definite pattern on it. And uh, I'm just wondering if, if, if you have heard of any experiences like that and have been able to do anything. Well, I, I think we haven't really touched on this, but I think another important thing is that um, your, your body, if you pay attention to your body, your body often tells you what you need, right? And um, I, I used to fight um, my afternoon, you know, I, again, when I, was, when I was in the 90s, especially when I was building my internet company and all that kind of stuff and programming and doing banking systems, my sleep was, my sleep was terrible. And then I thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to start taking my afternoon, I'm going to start taking a nap in the afternoon, I don't care middle of work. I said, I'm going to go do that. And then when we got into a, when I actually helped build the business in Vancouver, we actually built a sleep room so that any employee needed a, a five or 10 minute or 15 minute power nap. They could just go into the sleep room and have a nap. It was dark, soundproofed, no external noise. And that was Fantastic. I, I, I think that was the number one thing the employees loved about working with us. Wow. So that's, that's really fascinating because 
I, I know that sometimes in the middle of the afternoon I'll have the same feeling. And I remember my brother-in-law from years ago. He worked so many hours and worked so hard. And then uh, he would come to my parents' house because uh, he was, you know, sort of dating my sister. Or after they got married, he would even come. And he wouldn't be on the couch more than 15 minutes and he would be zonked. He would just be out. And, and I used to think, wow, that dude can really go and sleep at any time, right? And, um, but I think it, that's a matter of being in a place where you're, I don't, it's, it's, it's psychological because I'm the same. I, go to, I would go to my mother's house. Five minutes in, I'm like, I'm out. Like, yeah, you're I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't feel like sleeping going over to a friend's house, but I go to my mom's house, it's like, see ya. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes, though, uh, I mean, I have someone in my life that um, has what I call the busy brain. Yeah. So she's always thinking about something. And she's always thinking about four things, you know, not just one thing. And she can't get her brain to go to sleep. And so um, she's tried tapes. Uh, she's tried lots of different techniques. And uh, I, th I think that meditation uh, might help her if she was able to really, just like the deep breathing that you talked about earlier, I think if you can train your brain to turn it off, in other words, we went to a Buddhist center and maybe uh, seven, eight years ago, we learned how to meditate. And, 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 and people think, well, you know, it's, you know, how hard can it be? Well, it can be very hard uh, because uh, it's hard to turn the brain off. The brain, the brain has things it has to think about, right? And so one of the things that I know is if I've had a problem that I've been working on and I haven't been able to resolve it, I'll say to myself, I'm going to put that in the back of my mind and I'm going to let my brain work on that while I'm sleeping. And so you psychologically giving yourself a message that you're going to go to sleep because it's going to help you to figure out how to solve that problem. I cannot tell you how many times I wake up in the morning with a solution to the problem. And so once you find something like that, that actually works, and then you can say to yourself, you know what? I think meditation might help me because again, it's breathing and it's using techniques that can help you sweep away. I actually use a physical uh, picture of a, of a broom sweeping things away that are in the brain. And then the other prompt that I use is a thermometer. And I will have the thermometer uh, I'm visualizing it and I'm, I'm taking it down, down gradually, gradually, gradually. The combination of the sweeping and the thermometer, phew, I'm out like a light. Ah, see, I, I, that's fantastic. I actually use uh, Zihuatanejo. Okay, explain that. <laughs> uh, Zihuatanejo is, uh, is, Ixtapa is the real touristy community uh, in Mexico, but uh, down the road about uh, uh, you know, it's, it's only about six miles or ten miles is uh, Zihuatanejo, which is the older, much older original um, town. Um, and I just, I just love that little that cove and that beach. And I just put myself on that beach with the warm sun, and um, I listen to the ocean. And so good. I mean, that's that, that, that's that's a good hint that you actually have identified that you have the ADHD brain and that you need uh, calming. Um, 
And, and so a lot of people that, that have uh, disruptions I do. Uh, like that in, in the brain, I mean, people who are uh, obsessive compulsive, they have the same, they have the same issues. And so, yes, uh, there's herbs that will help, and probably some of the herbs that Dr. Rona mentioned, the valerian and, and the lemon balm, and so would probably help with people who have those conditions, and, and uh, the passion flower and the uh, holy basil. Uh, but you know what? You were right. You need to experiment. So we've given people about a dozen things to think about as far as getting your sleep organized. And what you have to do is make some notes and say, okay, today I'm gonna to try this. And remember, everything doesn't work the first time. Uh, you may have to try it two or three times. And it may be that you'll do a mix of something at, at one time and you'll have to change it up at another time. And so I, I think these are all great ideas and uh, we have to continue to do our research and find out what other people are, are learning about sleep. Uh, because I know somebody uh, that takes that takes journaling very very uh, you know conscientiously every day they journal what their health issues are and by the end of the day they feel like I've made a kind of a, a, a little message of what my life's been going on and so I feel like I accomplished something I feel like I kept a record of what was going on and now I can refer to that record later to try to help continue to improve what's going on in my life. So there's so many different techniques. I, I, I hope we covered enough of them today to give people a handful of really good ideas uh, so that they can improve their, their sleep patterns and, and return to better health because it's one of the key, it's one of the key elements that, that we have to take care of every day. Um, so John, thanks again. I mean, you, you're always in with, you, you bet. Yep. Oh, can I add one last thing? I just throw in one last tip. One last tip. I think 90, 98% of people are sleeping on a toxic mattress. Oh, God. You're, you're, why didn't I think about that? You're right. I changed my mattress about a year ago uh, because my spine is kind of uncomfortable with all the car accidents and, and sporting things that I was in. And uh, I remember my father used to say, you know, put a pillow under your knees and uh, you know, make sure you don't put your head up too high because you'll, you know. So I knew that when I was a kid, but then I decided to get one of these uh, medical beds where you can adjust the, uh, the, the 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 top and the bottom. And once I started to sleep in the right curvature, uh, my back, I didn't wake up with a stiff back ever again. That was just an amazing transformation for me. So. I think you're right. A good bed makes all the difference in the world. And so you see the well, yeah, ads. But most mattresses have flame retardants and chemicals, right? Oh, so, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and especially in the summertime, uh, when, you're hot, when, it, when it's humid and you're hot, you don't have, you know, you sweat, um, that sweat really acerbates the problem of the chemicals. So um, I, I'd say, look, I mean, if, if you're thinking, okay, I'm gonna buy a new car and I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna spend 40,000 or $60,000 on a new car, think, you know what, how much have I spent on my mattress? How much is, I sleep on my mattress eight, eight, well, you're supposed to sleep eight hours a day, right? So let's say you sleep in your mattress eight hours a day and you drive your car two hours a day. Yeah, or less. And you spend $60,000 on your car, but you spend $800 on your mattress. Yeah. Oh no. I, right. I, so I, I think you're right. 
Get a good mattress, mm -hmm. organic or non, like make sure it, it's as low chemically impactful as possible. Yeah, no, 100%, I agree with you. And uh, from the radiation point of view, uh, we should add that people should get those electronic devices away from your head. Uh, don't put your phone uh, on and, and near it in case you want to get a message. Leave your, leave your phone alone, leave the electronic appliances away from your brain. Uh, they're disruptors, and uh, all they'll do is disrupt the membranes in your brain cells. And and, you and, and actually, one last tip on that point. Thank you. Uh, download that. There are several apps that will, uh, on your phone, you could install one of these apps on your phone, and you can say, show me all the Wi-Fi signals. Show me all the cell signals. Show me, and you'll see how much radiation you're exposed to. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Scary stuff. That's why I think I sleep so well out at the river. Uh, you're absolutely right. You know, they had they had a bunch of they had a hundred autistic patients, young uh, autistic uh, patients, and they moved them all away from the city into a country environment. They all got they all got noticeably better. Now, did they all sort of get rid of all their autistic symptoms? No, but there was enough improvement just by that change from an urban to a, to a rural setting that they all slept better and they all improved their health. And so that sort of verifies uh, in a kind of semi-clinical anecdotal way what you're talking about is that if you can get away from Well, that. I will say one last thing. Yeah, I just want to close. For me, I'm going to close on one last thing. I'm terrified of what 5G might do. So, Yeah, well, I just wrote an article uh, that's been approved and uh, is submitted to a municipal world magazine in Canada. And uh, it's amazing that Canada did not have uh, all, hardly any information at the federal, the provincial, or the local level on safety, on radiation safety. And so I said to them, you know, I have a lot of Can uh, Canadian friends and Canadian relatives. I think people need to know about this. 5G is going to be a significant factor. And you'll see in that article that I explain why 5G and these other transmission modes are important. Because uh, the more information there is on a radio wave, the more disruptive it is to the membranes of the cell. And 5G is going to quadruple, if not, you know, uh, more than quadruple the amount of information that's being delivered from one place to another. And if you're part of that and you have that in your Wi-Fi or in your phone or whatever, so take a look when you can. I don't, it's, uh, I don't know whether it's going to be next week or the week after, but in the next month or two, there's going to be an article on a municipal, in Municipal World Magazine on radiation. And uh, we have one at Total Health that you and I did uh, a couple years ago. But this is going to be an updated version with all the new science. In fact, 5G is kind of new. And so uh, keep an eye out for it because uh, it's been approved and every municipality in Canada is now going to get a heads up that there's things that you can do to keep your community safe around radiation. So thanks for mentioning that. I really yes. appreciate it. Uh, our sponsors, uh, we need to mention them because they make all this possible. Our first sponsor is Southern Trust Financial Planning. That's a firm in Sarasota, Florida that I've been working with for about 20 years. And uh, Mark Wolf is the CEO there. And he's done a great job of not only helping his clients to build their portfolios so they can enjoy their, 
their health with uh, good, good, uh, good wealth, but vice versa. Uh, he's also used our newsletters and our workshops and other things to make sure that his clients are staying healthy, uh, to be with their families as long as possible and have their families be as healthy as possible. So I think this is really unique. There aren't a lot of financial planning companies out there that are as concerned about health and wellness as Southern Trust Financial. And then Paddock Pools, this is Don Baker is the CEO there. Paddock Pools is also really concerned about health because they developed a vacuum extractor that takes chlorine gas off the surface of the pool that gets rid of 95% of the chlorine gas that's there and really helps uh, to make sure that you're getting enough oxygen into your cells when you're exercising. So Paddock Pools, I think they're the only ones that have this vacuum extractor. And the third uh, sponsor is MPB Health. Now, MPB Health is a medical cost sharing company. Um, they really help to give an alternative to health insurance um, because health insurance is rising at double digits almost every year. And uh, with the principles and practices that they have in place, Rod Maxim has been able to help companies get a reduction in their health insurance costs by about 30 to 50%. And so look at MPB Health online. You'll see an 800 number. You can call and get more information. Good for families, individuals, and small organizations. And so MPB Health, uh, it's an alternative. And health insurance is not getting the job done. I think these uh, small, personalized medical cost-sharing companies are going to get the job done. And the fourth sponsor is uh, DHA Labs. DHA Labs is a really progressive testing company diagnostic tests on blood and urine and, and uh, genetics. And they're just the most advanced. They've been advanced for 60 years now, working in the brain and, and the early years. Uh, but now they're working in all aspects of health throughout the body. And so all the tests that I've helped to uh, design and develop myself over the last five or six years have all been uh, featured and developed with DHA Labs. You can go on our site, drcharlesbenz.com, and see these the tests for wellness and for heart uh, health and for cancer um, and immunity. And so there's lots of good tests there. And if you get that biochemical marker, then you can find out how to improve your health. So DHA Lab, big health improvement company. So those are our sponsors. We thank them a lot. We thank John Barson again for his great contributions every time we're here with him. And uh, we'll see you guys down the road. Thanks for everything.